love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fit Show Radio Hub for Monday, April 9th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. I really hope you had an amazing weekend, you guys. Everybody have a good weekend? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, we got to get the... We gotta, Get this thing grinding again. Come on. Yeah. Let's ignite. So tough. I know it is. All right. Let's introduce everybody. There's Drew. Well, I decided over the weekend that woodworking is the best smelling hobby anyone can have. Ooh. All that fresh cut wood, Ooh. sawdust, yeah. chips. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know about that. I, I, Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> Tanner, the millennial, what's up with you? My stomach is a little off because I had a big bout with food poisoning last night. Yeah, you've been you've been saying you've been getting food poisoning like the past well, couple of weekends. Yeah. Hang on, ask him how he got it. How'd you get it? Grocery store sushi. Boom. Gross. Oh, all right then. I'm not trying to upset anybody who makes grocery store sushi, oh, but yeah, yeah. it was it was questionable when I bought it, but I thought I could take it. All right, and there's Jenna, my head of security. I spent the weekend gardening, and it was absolutely amazing. And he is the by far best smelling host in all of radio. Our host, The Fitz. That's weird. What? I don't know. I was just playing off something said earlier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank Tough you. to come up with new stuff every time. Um, <laughs> so I think there are certain signs, you know, that, that people uh, receive that basically help society realize that they're good Americans. Yes. For example, if you're a pitcher on a baseball field and a ball the eagle lands on you... <laughs> That means you should be the president of the United States, as far as I'm concerned. Because yes. That's America right there. <laughs> that's straight up America. Yeah. Major League Baseball with an eagle on the pitcher? <laughs> I don't think there's anything more American than that. So it happened just a couple of days ago. It was the Minnesota Twins. Uh, they basically released this bald eagle for the national anthem. Their home opener was a couple of days ago. And this bald eagle, okay, is flying around for a little bit. I mean, our, 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 our national bird, the symbol of freedom, flying around in a baseball stadium. All of a sudden, it lands near one of the Seattle Mariners pitchers, a dude named James Paxton. And then this bald eagle tried to land and stand on his shoulder. <gasps> I kid you not. Hang on. There we go. You got to play this music when you're... T- I mean, if that is not like a sign from God... To have a bald eagle land on your shoulder. I know. It sounds symbolically beautiful, but I saw this footage over the weekend, and bald eagles are terrifying. Oh, come on. See, man, you got to try to ruin it. Talons. Yeah, their talons like, are bigger than your hands. You they will rip your muscle blade, like, off right there. You know where your shoulder Guys. blade is right there? They will. I wouldn't want it to land on me. So much for having a little patriotic moment. <laughs> you know? Here, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Very solemn moment and a patriotic moment and an uncooperative bald eagle. <laughs> Even he was saying it was a patriotic moment. It's, it, it, from the footage, it looked like the eagle just kind of gave him a little peck on the cheek. 
Well, it's oh. like it's like one of those signs. Like remember, if, if our nation's history, George Washington went into battle one time, and he literally came out with bullet holes all through his jacket. Right? Mm-hmm. Dude was meant to be the president. This guy, James Paxton. If you have a bald eagle trying to land on you, that's a sign, man. Yes. Paxton, twenty twenty. <laughs> All right, then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Monday show again. I hope you had an awesome weekend. Let's get to it. Here comes Monday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, the Fitz Show's world-famous What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. As you can imagine, this weekend, my inbox got filled with all sorts of what are you kidding me stories uh, from from my embedded what are you kidding me filled correspondence and I thank you for that uh, it is truly special to be embedded that's right an embedded reporter means that you're out there living in and amongst the stories where they're happening when they're happening it could be your neighborhood it could be on the internet somewhere anywhere yeah. you see it you report it to Fitz you just became an embedded what are you kidding me reporter it also means if you just like find a stupid news story and send it to me yeah that too that also means you're embedded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kick it off with a story uh, out of California. Beer buddies. Two kids tried to buy some beer last week using a classic trick, right? One of them actually sat on the other one's shoulders, and they wore a giant <laughs> trench coat. I repeat, no way. They, no way. they wore a giant trench awesome. coat. They didn't do a good job on the disguise. The clerk <laughs> turned them down. Uh, the cops came in, had a little you know conversation with them, sent them home to mommy and daddy. That would be so yeah. awesome. Sure, it ruined their plans because right after they bought the beer, they were heading over to a rated R movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Detroit, ladies and gentlemen. Mama said knock you out. There was a guy near Detroit, cut a man breaking into his house last Friday night. And... Uh, <laughs> This guy had no idea uh, about the house he broke into. He knocked him out, the intruder, with one punch. Boom! Boom. Did you come to my house? <laughs> Whose house is it? What? <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden, this guy started streaming on Facebook Live while he tied the guy up. Oh, that's because, weird. Well, he was afraid uh, the police would blame him. So it's sad that we live in a world now where we have to feel like we have to do oh. certain things to protect ourselves now, including going live on Facebook because you don't want to get in trouble for knocking a burglar out because he broke into your house? Well, I think if a burglar comes into your house <sighs> and you knock him out, how could you get in trouble for that? There's a random stranger Dude, in your house. There have been people like burglars sue mm-hmm. for the injuries they receive while breaking into someone's house. Yeah, like mm-hmm. falling off your roof and they'll sue you. I mean, I, I mean, what's going on? Craziness. It's a bunch of craziness. On. Anyway, this dude knocked him the you-know-what out. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Put him down, Rock! <laughs> and there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, and you know what? If you're not a P1 
of this show, then you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, and just keep it on. That's right. You hear us talk about P1s. All it takes to be in the club is to lock this show in on the number one program preset on your radio. You know that button number one? You lock us in? Yes. You just became a P1, and we love you. We love you so much for that. Mm -hmm. You know what? Hold uh, Hold your finger out there till it beeps. Mm-hmm. Hold it down till it beeps. Hold that button down till it beeps. And I'll give you a big hug for it. All right. Hey, real, <laughs> real quick, everybody, we got to have a discussion. We got to have a mature discussion about, I mean, what's happening in this country right now. Aside, well, I was going to say aside from the politics, but I was going to go from from politics to late night television. It's like everyone's fighting. Everyone's yeah. fighting. And it just makes me wonder now. It's like. Are there any? Are, I mean, are there any adults left? We got Kimmel, who I love very much, and Sean Hannity, you know, going after each other. They're talking smack on each other, and I want to play some audio for you because a couple weeks ago, Jimmy Kimmel made fun of uh, Melania Trump's accent at the uh, at the Easter egg roll, and Sean Hannity got really, really upset at Jimmy Kimmel making fun of Melania's accent. Hannity apparently took issue with joke I made on the show on Monday night, and this is what he had to say about that. This is brutal. Liberal Jimmy Kimmel making fun of the first lady of the United States and her involvement in the White House Easter egg roll, even her accents. Jimmy, you're a despicable disgrace. Now, I'm going to tell you something. What a disgrace. Hey, uh, Mr. Kimmel, that's her fifth language. How many do you speak? Six. I speak six languages. I speak one more. Exactly one more than Melania. He's lost his mind. This is the guy who defended the multiply alleged pedophile Roy Moore, and I'm a despicable disgrace. So as you can see, I I, I mean, I I guess I never thought that we would be in a moment, especially like late night television mm-hmm. stuff, where adult men with children yeah. would literally be, you know, calling people out like that and, yeah. and and then i tried to put myself in that position like all right if somebody tried to call me out what would i do i mean i get i mean i know what i would do i'd probably strike back and do and and i guess do the same thing and not put up with it but right it, it kind of turns my stomach hearing this stuff because it used to be you went on your show and did your thing you entertained the people your way it didn't matter what someone was doing on another mm-hmm. show what they said on their show you came in you did your show you went home right you entertained your way now everyone's got to check up everybody else and you know answer to or respond to what anyone else is saying or doing it's just uh disagreeing and dispute has become a sport now and again it's like are we supposed supposed to put all these politics with you know late night tv no yeah. you're supposed to have a good laugh before you go to bed yeah. exactly. well, that's, the, that's the way it used to be if johnny carson was alive what do you think he would do johnny carson made it a point every night to just put america to sleep and tell him good night mm-hmm. have a good laugh yeah they, have a they, good laugh they'd smoke cigarettes on set like mm-hmm. right during the show early on yeah, i just you know what i'm saying is i think i just want mommy and daddy to get along yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. A quarter of parents have a favorite child, and it's probably your youngest sibling. Yes. That's me. That was me. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know, replied <laughs> Tiffany Trump. <laughs> so if you kind of always suspected your parents loved your younger brother or sister more than you, well, uh, there's a decent chance you are absolutely 100% right. New study says a quarter of parents admit they have a favorite child, 
Uh, number one, their youngest child at 56%. Number two, the oldest. Number three, the middle child. See, I was the middle child. I was always fighting for whatever attention I can get. Still do to this day. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you poor, miserable middle children. Yes. Do you really think middle children are miserable? I, I think they definitely feel those pressures. Yeah. Yeah, because the oldest kid has a thing, wow. the youngest kid has a thing, and there you are in the middle. It explains so much. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. So that's why the middle kids hate their little brothers and sisters. <laughs> anyway, again, a quarter of parents, the favorite child is the baby. Uh, hey, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Uh, does everyone here know what the Nazca lines are? They are those giant uh, figure drawings that are in the Peruvian desert that we didn't even know existed until people started traveling by air and you could look down. They're Pe- hundreds or thousand feet long. And people thought they were made by aliens and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were actually made by the ancient Nazca people about somewhere between 1,200 and 2,000 years ago. Okay. Well, using drone photography, science- scientists were able to find older drawings from a previous uh, uh civilization called the Paracas up to a thousand years older than these and these things are literally hundreds or thousands of feet wide and it really wakes up a lot of questions of why were they drawing them what were they doing was it ritual were they trying to communicate because you can't see them from the ground maybe it was like early civilization's way of trying to communicate with what they felt was the outside world or space by writing something on the ground so the sky would see it yeah that's basically what they assume that that's deep dude Deep. Thank you, Jen. I just thought it's just so amazing that Boom. drone technology. Nobody assumed continues. that. I just thought of that. I'm pretty All sure right, you're right. You're the first one. You should write a paper. <laughs> that was I'm just saying it's amazing I that we're able to paper. use drone technology to continue to unravel these scientific mm-hmm. mysteries. The ones they found this time were so faint because they're so old that they are sort of naked or you know invisible to the naked eye. Very bizarre. I just think it was uh, you know some sort of village's way of trying to communicate with the gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, see I. I'm going to be the next Indiana Jones. <laughs> Here's your whip. <laughs> what? Here's your whip. Indiana Jones whip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to bring my whip with me. Yeah. All right. Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. I have a list of the top signs of adulting. Uh-oh. It's according to millennials. It's the top three signs that you are an official adult. Number three, paying a bill on your own. Wow, that makes you an adult? That's a big sign That's of it? being an adult. What? Okay. Well, I got two more, Drew. Okay. Number two, being financially independent. Okay. Not getting those monies from mom and dad. <laughs> uh, just... I don't guess I'm an adult yet. <laughs> <laughs> and number one, this kind of goes with the other two, having a steady job. Yeah. Having a job that you show up to work Showing every up to work day every day. And being able to have a job every single day. Helps number two and three. There you go. <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Doing good? Everybody have a fantastic weekend? Mm-hmm. Um, my name's Fitz. Thank you so much for being here. If you don't mind, I'm going to check in with my personal voice assistant, Bro Lexa. And again, this is not on the market yet because... Uh, Bro, Lexa is just is you know unique Prototype. to me. Yeah, well, and unique to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bro, Bro, Lexa. Hey, Fitz. Hey, I didn't want to bother you or anything, but can you tell me about my itinerary for the rest of the day, please? Pulling up schedule. Looks like you have boring dad stuff. What do you mean by boring dad stuff? Well, according to 
your calendar, you have to pick up the kids, take them to the park, and be miserable for the rest of the day. All right. Thank you. See? Ouch. Yeah. Oh, hey, real quick while I have you on, Brolexa, I know that things were a little bit rocky between you and Surrey. You know, the other, uh, uh, the iPhone assistant. Or, uh, did you guys have a good weekend together? That is none of your business, but we did. We turned our mute buttons on and watched Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty good. Uh, I, I cracked up during the entire thing, to be honest with you. Snooky is back. All right. Thank you, bro, Lexa. Get crazy, get wild. Wow. You know, uh, so many people have asked me, where did you get Brolexa? How do I get one? Um, I, I can't give you all those details yet. I'm not sure it's ready for market yet. Why, why is that? It's pretty judgy. It is. <laughs> I like the sass. I don't think people want their assistant, their digital assistant judging it's, them like and that. And not really telling them anything. Well, how, how is uh, Brolexa any different from society? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You have a great point there. I mean, have you been on Facebook lately? <laughs> yeah, it's all judging. Uh, yes, and I'll be honest. In the past, you know, not too long ago, uh, if I didn't like someone on Facebook, I just really unfriended them. And then now everybody's like, "Yeah, but they have the unfollow button. You could just unfollow them." But I'm like, "So, oh, you can still be friends with them?" It's a little mm-hmm. passive aggressive, but it makes yes. it so you don't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. Is society going to quit judging? So much. No, are we they're gonna, gonna quit get worse. going after each other? No, we're getting worse because we get more and more um, keyboard courage every ever every day, and that's how we think we live life. We live life in comments, not conversations. So we're just gonna keep on getting more judgmental. Man, and- I, I love jacking people up on the internet. See <laughs> that one right See? there's the problem. Yeah, you guys are the problem. I like to mess with old ladies that comment on oh, YouTube. Oh, that's videos. great. That's kind. That's way, like- to, way to contribute to society. Mess with somebody's mother. That's hey, my go mom. ahead. Mess with my mom and see what happens. Send a little message to my mother and well, see what happens. Show me a place I can contact your mom so I can mess with her. <laughs> I will gladly do it. <laughs> this means war. He's hilarious. This is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. Could Conor McGregor be on the next episode of Cops? (gasps) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to give you all the details next. Drew standing by with the Monday reality check. Colorado State University has posted their predictions uh, based on meteorological data for the 2018 hurricane season. I'm not sure why Colorado State does it, but... Uh, their expected higher results than years past were above the average. They, oh, they my goodness. Se- uh, excuse me. They predict 14 named storms, seven of which are expected to become hurricanes, and four of those are expected to become major hurricanes. Now, this is not saying that any or all of these will hit make landfall in the U.S., but it still shows that there's an upward trend in hurricanes and, and major Yo, storms. Yo, that weather is getting crazy. I mean, Drew, for the... It's it's been snowing in April 
In New York City and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, all over the please country. Please tell me what's going on. And, we, and do you have uh, the possible names of some of these hurricanes? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I've got a list of the names here. Check Give these out, you guys. We okay. already. So they picked the names ahead of time. A lot of people didn't know that. But here they are. This year's hurricanes will be, or storms, Alberto, Ooh. Beryl, Chris, Debbie, Ernesto, Florence, Gordon, Helene, Isaac, Joyce, Kirk, Leslie, Michael, Nadine, Oscar, Patty, wow. Raphael, Sarah, Tony, and if we need them, Valerie and William. All right, so, you know, uh, just kind of getting a good sense and looking up, you know, chatting with the Lord right now. He says we better be looking out for Joyce. <laughs> Joyce I'm, is the bad one. Yeah, huh? like like Joyce is going to be the bad one. I'm waiting for Hurricane Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year. Oh, no. Very Can we submit soon. that somewhere? Oh, no. I can tell you Hurricane Fitz is going to happen very soon. <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be a good breaking point. All right, what else you got, Drew? The sheriff in Harris County, Georgia, is taking a tough stance on crime. He's basically saying, keep it out of my area. Recently, they posted a new sign in town just outside the sheriff's office that reads, our citizens, first it says, welcome to Harris County, Georgia. Then it says, our citizens have concealed weapons. If you kill someone, we might kill you back. We have one jail and 356 cemeteries. Mm. Enjoy your stay. Wow, wow. I don't know if that's a good way to, uh, you know, Bring in commerce to the city. Yeah, I wonder if the Chamber of Commerce signed off on that sign. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good way to solicit business into yeah, the community. I'd say hey, I want to get out. <laughs> real quick, you got to tell me something. Um, so, are we invading Mexico or what's going on here? Are we are our National Guard troops being sent to Mexico? They will, right? Well, they'll be sent to the Mexican border. Of course, they'll stay on the U.S. side of the border, but there's a lot of debate right now on if they're actually going to have anything to do because of the Posse Comitatus Act. They may be prohibited from actually engaging in arrests or, or actual uh, law enforcement because activity. They may just be a, a visual deterrent. And they're not allowed to have guns, from what I understand. Uh, so it's like, are you going to go on there and give out... Pizza Hut gift certificate? Here, you've made it. Here, go to Pizza Hut. I <laughs> they all stand I mean, with locked elbows. Yeah. I just don't know. I think there's a lot of people confused. Yeah. Uh, I think right. pizza news comes out. I think pizza coupons might be a good way. Yeah. Somebody should sponsor it. it. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. So there you go. Thank you, Drew. Mm -hmm. Please keep us updated on, I will. The, on that. There you go. You got the Monday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, let's see what's trending right now. Jay-Z and David Letterman are trending because they are sharing regrets about being unfaithful. Well, really? thank you. Thank you for that, Jay-Z and David Letterman. Yeah. Uh, thank that's you. on David Letterman's new show, isn't it? Oh, is that where they were talking about it? Was it his uh, his Netflix special? Yeah, I think it's my next guest needs no introduction. Yeah. I well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, uh, you, you hope they regret it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If they I, didn't, I that would be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't believe that's news. You exactly. Know, that's, that's celebrity news. I'm with you. I can't believe that's news, and I can't believe that Jay Z cheated on Beyonce. <laughs> oh, who cheats on Beyonce? You don't. You don't. You don't cheat on the Queen Bee. Oh, that's what he means. I thought he meant prior girlfriends, not her. You no, know, I think he's talking about Beyonce. Oh, there she are, released yeah. a whole album that unraveled yeah. him cheating. Something oh. with the brown hair. What was it? Something Becky, Becky with, the, with the Becky with the brown hair or Becky with the good hair? Yeah, yeah. Becky with the good hair is, is the that's oh, the one. Snap that, Becky. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, again, thank you, Jay Z and David Letterman for uh, letting us know that you feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip. I want to give a shout out to Mr. Zac Efron. I can be your hero. Because Zac Efron is my hero today. I'm going to tell you why. 
Why are you laughing? Zac Efron is precious for one thing. And and he adopted a rescue dog. He adopted a dog. The shelter that he got it from said it was actually about to be killed before they rescued it. Zac Efron comes in in his, his little red Baywatch shorts yeah. mm-hmm. and adopts a puppy dog. Just one? Come on, Zach. You can afford more than one Yeah, like dog. five or six. Yeah. Well, I know. No, he only got one. Zach Efron saved my life in Baywatch. Now what? he saved this little puppy's life. How did he save your life in Baywatch? Well, he just gave me some good eye candy, I guess. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share with the class? Nope. <laughs> Okay. I don't even know. This, you know, I've been doing this a long time. And that could be one of the most interesting, bizarre <laughs> moments I've ever had on the radio. Yeah, on a side note, I'm going to be looking for a new person to live in that room. Well, how house. does how does your uh, girlfriend, Lindsay, feel about this? Oh, she loves Zac Efron. We went together okay, to the Okay, all right. <laughs> so, I see where this is all fitting together now. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Zac Efron, for being inspiration for Tanner and adopting a dog. Let's go to the bad right now. MMA star Conor McGregor has turned himself into police after causing serious chaos at a UFC media event a couple of days ago. You guys, he basically threw this uh, huge dolly. Yeah. It threw a window. Okay. Threw a window on a bus. Dollies are heavy, all right? And they're yeah. not just some light thing. They're made of pure metal. Oh, does so that the- make you think he's like some manly man? Well, he like flung it like it was a bag of bread or something, and it's a dolly. I mean, he's pretty he's pretty strong. I also want to point out the reason why he had this giant freakout moment is because Dana White of the UFC stripped him of his belt. Ooh. And that made Dana him came out and said up. that's not the reason for his outburst. However, he so he attacked a group of people on the bus, all MMs. Uh, MMA fighters after their press event he was he turned himself in he was arrested he was held in jail overnight mm-hmm. he was arraigned on Friday and let let go was there any physical fighting that took place that we didn't see on the video I believe there was yeah. uh, from reports now because of that event the UFC 223, which was Saturday, uh, had the number of cards cut from 13 down to 10 because some of the fighters were injured. They got glass in their eyes. Oh, my like God. So this is, it cost so, a lot of money. So this probably wasn't a publicity thing. You, you think this was a real thing? It feels real just because they lost three cards on that big fight event. All right. Uh, thank you for that. You got the Fitz Files. This Come on. is Why Today Doesn't Suck. Alright, I hope uh, you had a fantastic weekend. This is for Monday, April 9th, 2018, and let me get to some celebrity birthdays real quick, because I, I, I have quite a few. Um, let's see. Isaac Hempstead Wright is 19, actually Bran Stark on Game of Thrones. Oh. He's the one who caught Cersei, uh, you mm-hmm. know, hooking up with the brother. Yep, mm-hmm. and then they pushed him out of the tower. Yes, let's see. Shame. What? Shame. 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 What? Shame. Okay. And now he's the super emo three-eyed raven. Yes, he sees everything now. <laughs> so anyway, happy birthday. Kristen Stewart is 28 from Twilight. Oh, Keisha wow. Knight Pulliam is 39 years old today. Little Rudy Archibald on the, on the Cosby show. That's my, uh, that's my Bill Cosby impression. Rudy. She decided to stay by his side from what I understand, right? Yeah. Kind of defending him. Interesting choice. Uh, Cynthia Nixon from um, uh, Sex and the City is 52 today. Dennis Quaid, I love him. 64 years old today. And 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's pay attention to this. It was 153 years ago today. In the year 1865, the Civil War ended when Robert E. Lee surrendered to uh, General Ulysses S. Grant in Virginia. Can't listen to this anymore. It's from the movie Lincoln. I can't accomplish a thing of any human meaning or worth until we cure ourselves of slavery and end this pestilential war. And whether any of you or anyone else knows it, I know I need this. This amendment is that cure. And that is again from the movie Lincoln. Uh, who played Lincoln in that movie? Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes, mm-hmm. he was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. If you have a chance, watch it. By the way, Abraham Lincoln did have a very, very high-pitched voice. And he was uh, like six foot four. Five. Oh, wow. Huge for his time. Um, not that an inch matters, but thank you for that, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be historically accurate. Yeah, well... <laughs> Sorry. You six foot five. Get that, was, on. that was nitpicking. I'll give you that. That yeah. was stupid. Drew and I are both history buffs, so we're like, we're, we're like, ah! Out of historical. He was six foot four, I tell you. <laughs> six foot five if he's an inch. Now you're trying to tell me he didn't have a top hat, huh? <laughs> All right. Um, this day in 1998, the single I Want You Back by NSYNC was certified go. Finally, I'm going to wrap it up with this. It was on this day in 1992. Colin Ray's album, uh, All I Can Be, featuring this jam. Now, this song is just, it is just nothing but a monster jam. It's got jam written all over it. This song went platinum, you guys. If you get there before I do. Colin Ray, love me. Don't give up on me. I'll meet you when my chores are through. I don't know how long I'll be, but I'm not gonna let you down, darling, wait and see, and between now and then, till I see you again, I'll be loving you, love me. There you go. Gave me tingles. Yeah, I did. That's why today doesn't suck. For Monday, April 9th, 2018. It happens live. And now. Now. FIT with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, standing by with the news that did not make the news. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. And thank you so much for filling up my Facebook inbox with some unbelievable what are you kidding me stories? You could always send me uh, uh, messages on Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fits. You're not going to believe this. I actually have a special follow-up story uh, to a what are you kidding me story from last hour where I took you out of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Mama said knock you out. Well, again, a guy in Detroit caught a man breaking into his house last Friday night. He knocked him out with one punch and then he started streaming on Facebook Live while he tied the guy up because he was actually afraid the police would blame him. Exclusive, what are you kidding me, audio right now. Nah, before the police get here and anything happened to me, I done caught a intruder coming here and grab my daughter. I done had to knock this old silly out. Now, if I get popped, y'all see what I got him upper hand. I ain't got no weapon on me. Boy, you move again, I'm gonna break your back. Wow. You hear me? That's the only thing. Now, if anything happened to me, y'all hear me telling y'all this. 
I have an intruder here. Right. You, want you know what's you know what's really sad is is that I, I feel so bad for this dad that was really so scared that he felt he had to even in that situation while securing this intruder, he felt he had to go live on social media to, yeah. to, to, to make sure right. Yeah. I, I you could just hear how how scared he was. It, it definitely adds a layer to it when we right. find out that his daughter was involved. Right, I grabbed his daughter. One hundred percent. The thing is though, the what are you kidding me story about this is. You know, if you if if you're stupid enough to break into someone's house, you better know that there are some people you don't want to mess with. Exactly. Because this guy, boop, one knockout Joe. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's impressive. That doesn't happen every day. Oh, he got him a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right. And by the way, if if it were my child and I was the father, I would have done the same thing. Yep. You would have so, ninja kicked them in the face. Something. There you go. Let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of England. Stupid's what got you there. A little kitty cat in England. He got stuck up a tree for uh, three days last week. And obviously the poor little owners and children wanted their kitty cat down. So the fire department went out, rescued the kitty cat. And then the stupid thing immediately ran up to another tree. <laughs> it's been there an entire week. Come on, kitty. You didn't learn your lesson. <laughs> you, you deserve to be in that tree. Maybe he's just trying to tell the world something or tell his owner something. Hey, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. I like it better up here in this tree with no food. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe he identifies as a bird. <laughs> tweet, tweet. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. I know it's Monday, you guys, but come on, let's bring some good out there. Let's throw out the good to the world. Let's talk about the lottery. Let's talk about winning a whole lot of money in the lottery. That's good for someone. Did you hear about Mega Millions last week? It was Mm -hmm. about $521 million. Yep, I did. And there was a winning ticket sold. Yes, there was. Matter of fact, it was somebody in New Jersey who hit the Mega Millions jackpot last Friday. And again, it was $521 million. And um, last I checked, did this individual come forward yet? Or do we know? Oh, I don't know exactly. For the $521 million recently, the right. recent one. I-, I believe that one, they opted for the one time payout. So they're getting like $249 or something oh. up front. <sighs> Two hundred forty-nine million dollars. I what believe. Would you even do with I that could be money? confusing lottery. You know stories. what? I made. Well, I made a deal with God. I did. I said, if if, if you let me win, um, you know, well, first of all, we should all be helping people anyway. Yeah. But I said, if you help me win like five hundred twenty million dollars, I'm gonna do some good with it for you. Yeah. Then you can help a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm gonna help a lot of people, but then I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have some fun too, man. Right. A couple of yachts. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of yachts. Yeah. Tell me, you haven't thought about what you would do with. That much money, right? I would buy a sloth and a caretaker for the sloth. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. You know, anybody that has ever been bad to me, I would just completely, you know, tell them to, you know what. Oh. Just See, here's what I think. Take, because your, take you, your biggest enemies in the world, buy them a car. How bad would they feel if you just showed up at their house like, hey, I bought you a car. Have a nice life. Yeah, kindness. Okay, what if you, you bought, bought them a car but filled it up with poop? No. <laughs> I so like, you I you like can keep that. the car if you clean it out. <laughs> Brand new car. I love it. Using a toothbrush. <laughs> Sadly, I would clean it out. <laughs> so this guy named uh, Amir Crass owns the gas station in Riverdale, New Jersey, where the winning ticket was bought. 
And apparently, if, if, if you're a store who sells a winning ticket, you get like a $30,000 check mm-hmm. cool. from the lottery. I think you should get more if you sell it. But anyway, they get $30,000. And instead of keeping all of this money for himself, the owner's splitting it with all of his employees. <gasps> so cool. Yeah. All 10 of his employees are going to get a chunk of it. Not clear how much, but uh, he's also going to give a portion to charity. He actually promised them that he would do it before he knew how much he was getting. Wow. Very cool. So even if he got like $5 million, he said, I'm going to give you a piece of it. That's amazing. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I believe we have some, uh, some exclusive good stuff audio. Check this out. I'll tell you that when they bought the ticket, they were smiling. They're one of her regulars. You know the guy yeah. personally. I know the guy. You know the guy. I mean, you said guy, but, but I know the person. You... This is the most excitement we've ever had. Hardworking people that come in for their Taylor M egg and cheese and uh, their coffee in the morning. Wow. See that? Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, I like to hear good lottery stories because we, we hear a lot of bad ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is a sweet lottery story. It really is. Yeah. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. It's the topic table. That's right, they're gonna do it. With Fitz. Round one. Yes, welcome to the topic table. Everyone has a seat at the topic table. Mm. Everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome to sit, participate, provide perspective. Well, unless you have stupid opinions, then you can't come to our topic table. <laughs> Everybody's Actually, invited. Yes, everyone's invited to the topic table. And by the way, there's no such thing as a stupid opinion. Oh, All... yeah, right. Speak for yourself. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, here's what I want to know right now. Were you looking deep into your man's eyes? Or were you looking at that diamond when that individual was taking a knee to propose? Okay? I'd love to know this. And, and, and <clears throat> Because I'm going to ask you a question right now for today's topic table. Is it okay to want to upgrade your wedding ring? Like to change it? Mid-mid-marriage. You know what, honey? Like Even though this was like a symbol of our love and everything when we first got together. Sorry, baby. T- Mama needs an upgrade. Oops. Drew, what, what, what say you? You're making it about the money, and that's the wrong way to make it. In this day and age of equality and equality politics and all that stuff, if the guy's going to spend three grand or ten grand on a ring, she needs to spend three grand or ten grand on him. Why is it? Why is it unilateral? Why is it one way? Why? Why are we uh, expected to uh, attach this item to a woman that proves what we're worth, and, and to sh- for her to show off in public and say like, "My man's worth this much." Whoa! Let me Whoa. Go, let, ooh, let me okay. go and stop you right there. I don't know about you, Drew, but. I like my woman to stand beside me, not in front of me or behind me, mm-hmm. but beside me. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what I was trying to even point out, but I, <laughs> I don't either. Okay, so I'm I just I just thought what you said was a little rude. I say, hey, <laughs> if you want to get your wife a new ring, go ball out on it. Again, Why the not? Qu- again, the question is: Is it okay to want to upgrade your wedding ring? Drew, do you think that the woman should pay for it to upgrade her own wedding ring? If she wants a bigger ring, why not? (gasps) 
What? Why is it on him to add more because money you, to the ring? When you, sometimes when you first get into a relationship, you don't make as much as you do 10 or 15 years down the road. That woman has stood by your side, and wouldn't you want to put a bigger ring on her finger and say, that is my woman. I, I, She should be I or, the or, pride or, to or, be or, next to you. not. Or you could look at it like this, like my wife's grandparents. I remember years ago he wanted uh, to get his wife a brand new ring. She said, no, this little wedding band that you spent $20 on when you were in the Korean War is the most important thing in my life. So she would never even think about ever replacing right. th- that ring. And those are good values. That grandmother had fantastic values. It was about the love and companionship and not about the size of the rock. Drew, you know how else I can tell you, though, it's all, you know, according to my wife, it's always about the size of the rock. <laughs> it <know>? is. <laughs> now that's true values. <laughs> are you saying, Drew, that... Uh, any woman who wants to upgrade her wedding ring does not have good values. She might be a little shallow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Materialistic. Yeah. No. I know plenty of people that have traded in their wedding rings after 10 or 15 years, and the yeah. husband was completely on board. That is preposterous. All right. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, we would love to hear from you. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's the topic table. That's right, they're gonna do it. With Fitz. Round two. First of all, I just want to say I hope you had a fantastic weekend, everybody. What's up? Good to be back. Thank you for uh, for being here. Secondly, I want to say everyone has a seat at the topic table. <laughs> everyone's welcome at the topic table. Everyone's got a seat. And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Um for round two today, you know, with so many families having to work, you know, each parent each has a job these days. Some people are saying that our kids are losing out on quality time with their mom and and with their dad. So can you still be a good parent while working a full-time job? I mean, can working parents really parent? Like, if you don't have the time, should you have kids? I'm going to throw it out there right now. We'd love to hear from you. Drew, uh, again, can you still be a good parent? And work a full-time job. Yeah, I'll tread really carefully here. I mean, I think you can. It is possible. However, I will say that I think America was a better place when most families had a parent that worked full-time and a parent at home. That may not be possible today because of the cost of living and all that. But Drew, there's a lot of people out there who are just trying to get by to, to raise I their know, children. And I understand that. I'm just saying I think it was a slightly better place when that was easier, when that was more possible. yeah. yeah. You know, it's really easy to say, Drew, from somebody who doesn't have to raise children. That's right. Who's not a parent. (laughs) (laughs) I've got all kinds of judgments on parents. Fitz has a great point. And from my experience, I mean, I don't have kids. I'm 21 years old. But my mom was a single mom growing up. She had a full-time job. She put shoes on my feet, clothes on my back, and she had to do what she had to do. Are you mad at your mom for uh, having a job and not maybe spending as much time with you? No, I'm not mad at all. Yeah. She had to do what she had to do. And Drew, you're not a parent. You don't understand what it's like to have to put clothes on someone else's back that's not yours. And and at some point, you know what I mean? Isn't truly being a parent taking that responsibility to, A, what? First, provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the first thing a parent is supposed to do is provide. Mm-hmm. No matter what you got to do. I remember my wife's grandfather telling me, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, you, uh, you got to do whatever you got to do to put the bread on the table now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what so many people are, are doing. They're just trying to put bread 
on their table. But I, I think there's a lot of people that yeah. they can provide for their kids, and in some relationships. They just want to work because they want to work, even though they can stay home with their kids. And I think that's jacked up. I think those people are bad parents. The topic table is on. Can you still be a good parent while working a full-time job? Hey, uh, what's up, Jenna? I think that you can, but I think that you have to know how to balance your time. I'm a full-time working parent, and it's it's hard. I'm, I feel like I miss out on a lot of things if you want to talk. I'm, I, I'm not able to take my kids to school, you know, most days, or pick them up, you know, and I miss out on stuff. And so, but... I feel grateful that I'm able to put the food, you know, in their tummies and the clothes on their would backs. Some, but at some times I say, miss it. Would some people say those are really first world problems? Like the fact that shouldn't we be grateful that there is employment and we're able to feed our kids? Yeah, and a good standard of health. Right. Yeah, I mean, but still, it is hard, you know, as a mommy, not being the person that's teaching your kid yeah. to be potty trained all the time and the cycles of naps and what they like and don't like. It's these little things sometimes that you don't realize you miss out on during the day. If and you it, had the opportunity, hard. you know, to be financially independent like that and be at home, would you choose that over a job? Yes. Yeah. If you wow. want the truth, yes. All right. There you go. Welcome to the topic table. It happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome back, everybody. Are we hot right now? We're on. Okay. Jenna, I'm sorry about the chair. Yeah, that was um, that was a moment. I good reflexes. It scared me because yeah, I know it did. It's Scare- a taller chair, too. and I, yeah. you know, didn't want something to go where it's not supposed to go. Basically. Well, thank God for that. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would have been able to handle that in the studio. I don't think was we, should put, we should put warning labels on our studio chairs. Yeah. You know, warning the war, warning labels aren't everything now. They're on cigarettes. They're on booze. Even coffee now are coming with some warning labels. What uh-huh. is, what's the new warning label with the coffee? Uh, I can't remember the compound. It's like acrylamide. Uh, but they're saying that in California, the, a judge order, they're going to have to put it on coffee containers saying that it's a, a known carcinogen. So, part of the natural process of... You know who really needs warning labels are children. Yes. is <laughs> <laughs> not the truth. So if you don't mind, I, I actually took a whole lot of time to come up with a special ridiculous yes! right now of some of the top warning labels that kids should have. Uh- Ladies and gentlemen, top warning labels kids should have. Warning, may have the stomach flu on the one night of the year that you and your spouse feel like you know what. Yes. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> oh my God, honey, you really like me like that? Oh. <laughs> uh, other warning labels kids should have. Warning may someday return from spring break carrying your grandchild. <gasps> Come on, as a parent, you got to face that reality. Hey, you're that. almost at that reality, you friend. Stay oh, calm. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, but you got an adult. You got an adult. I've also kid had now. that conversation with my children. Good. Yeah, I have. Um, warning: may grow up to only remember the one time you did ignore them instead of the million times that you didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's gratitude for uh-huh. you. They'll uh-huh. never let you live that down either. Warning: may repeat all the horrible things that you've said about your boss and the presence of your boss. I did that <laughs> to my mom once. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> I think I said something, quote, is that really a wig to her? (laughs) Again, uh, top warning labels for children. Warning, may repeatedly listen to the same annoying Disney song until you want to cut your ears off with a bread knife. Hashtag frozen. Yes, let it go is going to be the death of me. Let it go, let it go, can't hold it back. All right, the ridiculous continues. Warning. Will attempt to wake you up at 4 a.m. every single 
Christmas morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. every morning at Fitz's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's right about the time I get kicked in the face yeah. by my kids. Uh, and finally, top warning labels for children, ladies and gentlemen, on this very, very special ridiculous warning. How you treat them now could significantly impact the quality of the nursing home they put you in. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good warning. So you better be thinking about that throughout the day. <laughs> Every time you send your children to time out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that extra dessert is okay this one. <laughs> oh, my God. Real. Funny. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fitz Show. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. You know, Conor McGregor, uh, who fought Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I'm talking about UFC fighter Conor McGregor could be on the next edition of Law & Order. What? I'm not even messing around. Some serious stuff went down. I'm going to tell you all about it next. Drew standing by with the Monday reality check. The Trump administration tightened sanctions on what we're calling the Russian oligarchs. These are Putin's cronies. These are the ultra-wealthy industrialists that surround Putin. Uh, some, a couple of them mentioned specifically are even like the guy married to one of his daughters. These are the incredibly wealthy men um, that basically run Russia alongside Putin. And the, these sanctions are meant to prevent or limit the amount of investment that they can do in the West. A lot of these people, uh, they may make their money in Russia, but they do a lot of investing in Western nations like the U.S. A lot of them keep yeah. homes in places like New York and Miami. So didn't they, whenever they landed, we, they, they the feds raided their plane, right? Yeah. Dang. So basically what you're saying, what Drew is saying, everybody, is um, we're trying to prevent them from doing business over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. Really trying to prevent their what they call destabilizing effects okay. or destabilizing influences. All right. So it's still like the spy game going on right still now. Still spy game. And of course, this Ooh. is just one more step that's continuing to uh, strangle the relations between the West and Russia. Okay. All right. A small town in Alabama has a really, really crappy problem on their hands. The town is named Parrish, and it's it's only about 980 people. The town's about two square miles. But unfortunately, they've been stuck with a train or several trains carrying 10 million pounds of human waste. What? Now, why, why is there a train carrying, all, instead of the choo-choo train, that's the poo-poo train? <laughs> exactly. And here's the worst part. It's not even their waste. <laughs> This is the waste from New York and New Jersey. It was on its way to a place called Big Sky, uh, excuse me, uh, Big Sky Environmental in Adamsville. It normally passes through the town, but because a neighboring town of Jefferson said, uh-uh, they filed an injunction and said, you're not bringing that crap well, through our town. Okay. So they had to <laughs> stop the trains. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the worst part. They were told, oh, we'll get these out of here in seven to ten days. It's been two months, and the town is freaking out because Gross. summer's on the way. Oh, okay. my gosh. But wait a second. Can't this, can't this stuff go, so, go somewhere? I mean... As far as fertilizer and stuff, somewhere across the nation? You cannot I mean, fertilize with human waste, okay? Oh, I'm good to I'm know. Gonna I'm going to tell you right now, do not do that. Have you That's, tried it? <laughs> no, but I'm, I, I've heard of people okay. doing that as like, you know, homesteaders and stuff, and that's how you get sick and die. Why doesn't the county get involved or the Environmental Protection Agency get involved with this human, the, you the know mayor what, of the town being out says there? she's... Uh, exhausting every resource, every okay. outlet she can to try and get done, in, up to and including potential lawsuits. They're saying it's a health risk to the people in town. Yeah, and it stinks. Yeah, yeah, it's just a crappy situation. Thank you, Drew. Very much so. Uh, well, some of those people may be Dang. thinking of moving out of hey, town. But I was just gonna say, well, keep us updated on that one. I will. 
All right, go ahead. If any of those people in that town are thinking of moving out, they probably should look uh, somewhere other than San Francisco because a report just came out that said the new median home value in San Francisco. Anyone want to guess? Three million. <sighs> no. uh, I mean, uh, you know, one um, $1.1 million. $1.6 million is the median home value in wow. San Francisco. Wow. Uh, obviously, home. Silicon Valley has a big influence on that. The Bay Area has always been a very hot real estate market for, for decades, but nothing's slowing it down out there. Looks like we're moving uh, outside of the Bay, kiddos. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How does anybody survive? What are they it's doing? It's crazy how the tech world has shaped and morphed that It's city. moving people out of the city. Yeah, how can anyone afford it? Yeah. All right, there you go. The Monday reality check. Now. It's the Fit Show. The good. The bad. And the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Let's see what's trending right now. Cardi B. Uh-oh. Cardi B. Um, she's responding to pregnancy rumors. Is she pregnant? I don't, I don't know if she's pregnant or not. I don't know. Cardi B. She basically like told everybody, it's none of your business if I'm pregnant or not. All right. Oh. I, well, you know, I think she's right. It is her Straight own up? business. Yeah. I don't know. I just think Cardi B's precious, though. I oh. love Cardi B. I don't really know anything about her. Well, Drew, um, Cardi B, I would say, she she was really big on YouTube first, wasn't she? And she kind of became this, like... This character from like New York, yeah, and then next the thing Bronx. you know, people are throwing her in rap videos, and then Bruno Mars, you know, has her in his video. Oh. She just released uh, her debut album, I think. Yeah, last no, week. Hit, hit something on my lip, lips. Now I know why I don't know anything mm. about her. But but not my glass, glass, not my map, map, something like uh, that. You know Cardi B. Yeah. No. I don't. <laughs> well, I, I love her. I think she's so precious. <laughs> Let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. So, um. Zach Efron, ladies and gentlemen, he is a hero today. I can be your hero, baby. You know why? Because he rescued a dog. He adopted a dog, you guys. Sweet little dog. I don't know what kind of dog he did. He, he adopted, but he adopted a puppy. You know, I, I like Zach Efron a lot. I think yeah. he's, he's a, turned into a great comedic actor, but I gotta, I really have a problem with calling someone a hero because they adopted a dog. Yeah. I adopted a dog. Am I a hero? Yes, you are, actually. Why do you just want to take away from, from the, the good story during the Fitz Files? I mean, I... Uh, no, you're not a hero if you adopt a dog. But dadgummit, it's a gossip story. <laughs> Zac Efron, adopt, uh, Efron adopted a dog. I thought it was a light story for the Fitz Files. It is. Dang, I, Drew. But Sorry. no, I, I just want to say... What do you want from me? <laughs> I mean, I just want to say that I think you make a great point. You're not a hero if you uh, adopt a dog. What you are doing is a human act of kindness and, and decency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, Zac Efron's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the bad. You guys, Conor McGregor, he could be in some serious trouble because a couple of days ago he turned himself into the police. Then he got out uh, because there was a whole lot of chaos at a UFC media event just a few days ago. He threw this massive like metal dolly through a huge tour bus window, and several people got hurt. Glass went in people's eyes. Do we know anything else about this story? So what I know about the story is he was stripped away from his title belt. Did Dana White take it away from him? Dana White took it away from him, but that's not the reason why he was so mad, right, Drew? Yeah, he had beef specifically with one of the fighters. I think, I I can never get the guy's name right, Uh, Nora Gurmadov or something. Anyway, the guy had been throwing some shade his way uh, at another event, so he flew all the way here from Ireland, 
just to get in this guy's face. And all these other people were kind of collateral damage because he attacked the bus. People got glass injuries, glass in their eyes, scrapes, scratches. So he uh, paid over tussling. fifty, sixty thousand dollars to At get least. on a, a private plane to to go find people to throw a dolly, throw their, something through their tour bus. It's ridiculous. I, I love Conor McGregor. But that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, right? you could have donated all that yeah. money to a charity and like you dealt with your stuff like a man. All right, into the gossip we go. Jimmy Fallon was joking a couple of nights ago about the Facebook hacking scandal. It just came out that 87 million Facebook users may have had their data taken. It's not good. And now Facebook's stock is dropping. Mark Zuckerberg has to testify in Congress. Uh, take a look at uh, what the faces of some other tech companies had to say to Zuckerberg about it. First, Clippy the paperclip said... Looks like you might need help writing a resume in Cumberland. <laughs> then the Twitter bird said, I only need three characters to write LOL. <laughs> then the Snapchat ghost said, if Snapchat has taught me one thing, is that nothing is permanent. <laughs> and finally, Tom from MySpace said, how you like me now, bro? <laughs> you, like you got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz files. This is The Fitch Show. Everybody turn it up. Fitch happens live. Go rest high on that mouth. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitch is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in the land of the free because of the brave. And this weekend was just brought to you by the proud men and women who serve our nation. Felt like a pretty free weekend to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed my freedom. Yep. Today we are saluting Staff Sergeant Christina Delaney of the United States Air Force. Staff Sergeant Delaney served with the Air Force for eight years, and she's completed four tours as a canine handler. This is awesome. She's even worked three missions with the Secret Service, and she's been to Iraq twice, Abu Dhabi, and Afghanistan. And somehow, even while traveling the world, Christina managed to obtain a bachelor's degree in business. Busy girl. Pedal to the metal. Respect. Mm -hmm. Man, respect. Staff Sergeant Delaney's family tells me they are beyond proud of her and all that she has accomplished. And I just want to say, you go, girl. Yeah. Today, saluting Staff Sergeant Christina Delaney of the United States Air Force. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, you can send me a message right now. So easy. Just message me right now on Facebook. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And Drew, uh, you are a United States Marine. What are some of the things that, we, that we're looking for for the troop salute? Well, the basics are their name, their rank, what service, you know, what branch they're in, when they served, a uh, job they do in the service places they serve but then the interesting stuff is what makes that person special to you why why do you you know why do you want to hear their salute and why are they such a, a great american and a great service member we live in the land of the free because of the brave
the one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, FIT with a Z's world famous. What are, are you kidding, kidding me? Stories of the day. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, ladies and gentlemen, providing you breaking What Are You Kidding Me stories. You can also check them out on Instagram. I mean, I thought some breaking What Are You Kidding Me stories all the time on my Instagram. All you have to do is launch the Instagram app. Yes. Go to the little search bar, type in follow Fitz, click on Fitzy Boy's profile, and give him a follow. Uh, uh, <laughs> out of New York, cab of death. Oh. A guy in New York faked a heart attack in a cab last weekend, right? And he had the driver pull over to call 911. And, uh... When that happened, the guy's friend dragged out the cab driver and stole the cab. And the cops uh, are still trying to, to track him down right now. So basically, they, the whole thing was staged. Hey, hey, buddy, I'm going to act like I have a heart attack. When he pulls over, that's when you jump in, pull the cab driver out. And you see, this is what crazy. A, a couple of morons. Like you, plotted, yes. you, you orchestrated this whole plot to get an old New York cab. Yes. yes. To get a beat up old New York cab with... 600,000 miles on it. <laughs> Good job. It smells like diesel in the backseat. <laughs> what they should have done is try to break into an Uber and stole all the fresh mints they had. <laughs> yeah, and those little bottled waters. Well, not everybody has fresh mints. Uber, Uber drivers. Not everybody. Not every all the good ones do. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Robin Run. A guy in North Carolina, he decided to uh, walk in with a water bottle and fill it up with soda. At a convenience store last week. I used to do that when I was a kid all the time. Yeah. What? So, here's what happened. The manager tried to stop him from leaving, right? And as the guy was running out and he got into his car and ran over the uh, the manager of the 7-Eleven. Mm. He was later arrested for, for robbery and, of course, hit and run. Yeah. yeah. Was it worth the soda? Was it? No. I mean, think I about think so. it. Was that cold Coca-Cola... Really worth doing every single bit of that. Going outside, running over the manager. A super big gulp is like a buck eighty nine. Now he's got one hundred and eighty nine years in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fits happens live. You're listening to the Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fits happens. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. If you could, you know, because we, we're, we're in this studio, kind of performing in this void. It's empty void. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so when you snap what you see and send it back to us, it's so awesome. I mean, you, you literally make our day. Mm-hmm. So just really snap what you see, send it back to me right now, and uh, just post it on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And while you're there, you can click like. Maybe respond to this little question I have. Ladies, do you like beards or not? I see your girlfriend looking and she wants to touch my beard. Yeah. I see your grandma looking and she wants to touch my beard. I see your dog. A new survey just came out and found out 41% of women say facial hair makes men uglier. <laughs> and 25% of the guys who've actually had facial hair, hair agree. Yeah. Wait a minute, give me that number again. 40 what? uh, 41% of women say facial hair makes men uglier. 25% of the guys who've had facial hair agree. So it's like saying, yeah, man, I like, you know, I have a beer, but yeah, I know it makes me ugly. I, I, 
I guess I felt like because I I've had a beard for a long time. Yeah. You've had different variations. Well, different different variations of it. And sometimes I think as a guy, I'm like, yeah, man, it looks good on me as a guy or whatever. But I'm going to be honest with you. When I went down and scruff, like, so from like full beard yeah. to complete scruff, like just a couple of days ago, my wife was like a lunatic cougar mm-hmm. tiger <laughs> running through the Sahara Desert. I think the scruff, as a woman, I yeah. think the scruff is sexier than a full beard. I think that it's, it's, not quite dedicated to a beard, but it's it's more than like that five o'clock scruff. You know, it's that well, good in between, that rugged man look. I, I, t- yeah. We love it. Yeah, I gotta say, Fitz, you just shaved down your beard. Yes. Uh, probably like what a week ago now. Correct. And my wife, and my, you, it did something to my wife. I'm like, man, maybe I should have had like this for a long time now. <laughs> when you did it, I honestly thought you lost a bunch of weight. It takes so much age and weight off your face when a beard makes when, your face a little puffier. Yep. So, again, do you think that guys look more attractive with or without facial hair? Um, See, a lot of guys hear this, and they're thinking of how can I play the numbers. And technically, if it's just 40-something percent of the women that don't like the beard, it's still the majority of women that like a man with a beard. So a guy looking to play the numbers would say, I'm still going to go beard. Yeah, he's still winning. Wow. So 60% of women love the beard. 59. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so absolutely confused right now. I just don't know what to do. Do you see what this does to a guy, these numbers like this, when people start dissecting the number? Mm-hmm. Or is it saying that men uh, are just completely lazy? Well, that's why I have a beard. Saves me from having You shave. don't have a beard because you think it looks good on you? Yeah, I have it so I don't have to shave every day. Because Tanner says you have a beard because you don't have a chin. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that in confidence, Fitz. <laughs> what the heck? I used to have a chin. <laughs> what are you trying to hide, Drew? Drew really doesn't have a chin. I'm sorry, it doesn't make sense. I get Drew whenever Drew Just Drew's, say it. Now's the time. Do when it. Drew, Drew has, you do not have a chin. Tanner, how dare you? I trusted you. <laughs> when Drew has his facial hair really short, I am confused by his face. <laughs> I let you into my home, and this is how you would train me by stabbing me in the back. Drew, be honest. When did you lose your chin? <laughs> I don't know. It happened while I had a beard. Happened 20 pounds ago. <laughs> Not nice. <laughs> what are you hiding behind that beard? <laughs> Those 20 pounds Tanner's talking about. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. Hey, let's throw out our social medias real quick. So, um, you know, we could really, really establish that relationship with our listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so uh, you can follow me on social media. Um, so you can go to my Instagram. You can just search two words. Follow Fitz right there in the search bar. Follow Fitz on Instagram. What about you, Drew? Uh, mine is also Instagram, and it's Critical Drew. You can find me on Instagram as well at Tanner the Millennial. And you can find me on Instagram at Follow Jenna May. You guys watched some uh, pretty good shows over the weekend. Don't act like you didn't, because I, I I was following all your social media, and I know you did, which is why today I think it's the perfect opportunity. <gasps> Beans back, beans back. Tell us what you're watching, beans back. Okay, who wants to go for it? Jenna, I know you've been like, you know, uh, chomping at the bit to tell me about a show, 
uh, this week? What, what, what do you what do you want to binge brag? Today? I just really I'm almost done watching Shameless, and I really think you should watch it. I think you would like it. It's a dysfunctional family, the Gallagher's. I think that you would be entertained by it. You um you know you have kind of ADD. You're all over the place, but this would really it would really make you excited to want to watch more shows. You're saying maybe I can connect to it? I think you could. So maybe anyone with a dysfunctional family can connect to Shameless. Hey, and I got a dysfunctional family, so no judgment. Biz Frank! Biz Frank! Tell us what you watch Biz Frank! Uh, who wants to go next? Can I go? Tanner, the millenn- millennial, take it away. I have been waiting so long to talk about this show, and I got you hooked on it as well. It's called Silicon Valley. It's guys, on HBO. This show... It's so funny and so good. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. You're both welcome. Go ahead. It's a story about <laughs> a CEO named Richard Hendricks, and it kind of gives the ins and outs kind of, of what's happening in Silicon Valley, what yeah. the tech world is really like, but it's so funny. It's directed it's a by bunch Mike of, Judge. A bunch of, so just kind of imagine like a bunch of billionaire geeks, okay. and everyone's trying to make it. In the tech industry, right? And it's with, a with, crazy culture. I mean, it's just it's, an absurd <laughs> culture. Yeah, like you wouldn't believe what happened. It's like, like a little example. They're sitting around and like, well, you know, who should we have come out to our tech convention? And the guy's like, well, I guess I'll have to fly in Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, and people like that really fly in, in or and and they're paid these huge amounts of money. It's to so perform. yeah, it's so ridiculous, but it's real. Okay, it's one hundred percent real. Uh, anything else anyone is watching for uh, for binge brag? I've got an unintentional binge brag. You know, normally you set out to watch something, you get on your your Netflix and you start a show. But one that keeps sucking me in is this. You're gonna laugh, but it's uh, Flea Market Flip on Great American Country. <laughs> I oh, this sounds great! Oh my god, show. I love it already. They run it all day on Sunday. Like this just runs all day long on Sunday, episode after episode after episode. It's Lara Spencer from uh, Good Morning America as the host. They just go around to flea markets and the two teams have to buy stuff and then flip it, like make it nice. You can't stop watching it, but they turn everything into a bar cart. That like reminds me of like Second Monday in my hometown of Bowie, Texas. Yeah. Upcycling. Like, on the second Monday of the month, everybody goes out and, to the flea market and you sell your stuff. Yeah. I love building wow. stuff, and I just love watching what they make. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, what are you watching right now? Tell us about your... Biz Bang! Biz Bang! Tell us what you're watching, Biz Bang! Fitz Happens Live. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned today for Monday, April 9th, 2018? And wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Now's the time to let us what you picked up from our show today. First of all, I'm so thrilled that you listen. I mean, that's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Here's what I learned today. I learned that my buddy Drew over there, even though he's not a parent, right? Likes to give out a lot of parent advice. He sure does know a lot. Well, I'm also not an NFL head coach, but I got a lot of advice for them, too. (laughs) Like we all do. Which is funny, because I've seen you throw a football. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, Drew, what did we learn today? Well, I was absolutely delighted in the What Are You Kidding Me stories to learn that two kids actually tried to do the sit on one guy's shoulder and put a trench coat over both of you to buy beer. Just like the cartoons come to life, it didn't work. The cops showed up. They got sent home to mom and dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do that, kids. Yeah. Can't do that. All right, Tanner the Millennial, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned some bad news for Drew and Fitz because 41% of women say that beards are gross. Which means that like 60% of women love the beards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. How about that? 
Well, dang it. Just like Drew, just like Drew said, you got to weigh those numbers. If 60% of women like the beard, 40% hate it. I like my odds. You like your odds. Oh, man, I need to grow a beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Hey, uh... <laughs> Tanner the Millennial has actually put Rogaine on his face. I'm not even kidding. He's actually put Rogaine on his face. We don't recommend that. Uh, Hey, Jenna, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that there is a train filled with poo-poo in Alabama, and the city is doing everything to try to get it moved right now, and it smells terrible, and it could be a hazard to the city. Hey, what what city is that in? Where did that... It's a little town called Parrish. It's uh, it's like 900 people. Where? Uh, In Alabama. Okay, Parrish, Alabama. Yeah, they got to do something about that that choo-choo, tr- the poo-poo train. Been there for two months, and they're really worried about summer. <laughs> Prayers for Parish. <laughs> All right. Have a, have a great day, you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Jenna. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.